welcome to the end of a species podcast i am jeff i also go by zeus hence the twitter tag zeus and jeff and i'm joined by a bunch of people we're gonna have some introductions um sitting to my left is actually why don't you introduce yourself hello i'm i'm adam i don't have twitter i don't have twitter so um you can't talk to me (laughs) anyway uh talk to jeff he can talk to me all right cool so uh over skype we have a bunch of people here we'll start with uh i guess ryan and luna jump on in howdy i'm ryan and uh I guess uh, I don't. I don't even think I use Twitter, so I don't have a Twitter name to plug. So that's uh, that's about what I got. And then with me in the same room, but over Skype, also we have Luna. What's up, people? White witch at your service. Party White people witch. in the place to be. All right. So, and then also over Skype, uh, the last but not least, definitely. Uh, go ahead, Brian. Uh, Brian, I don't use Twitter either, so. That's about it for me too. I'm, I'm the I'm the only asshole over here that that uses Twitter, even though I barely use it. But you know, I'm the only one that has one or whatever. Great. I have one. Yeah, I have one too, but I don't I don't use it. All good. All good. So mine's from when I was a suicide girl, so I didn't think that applied to this show. Y- yeah. Well, now we're gonna get mail. Well. <laughs> That's great. Um. But yeah, so this show today, we're going to be talking about, uh, in the gaming vein, a lot of people's favorite topic, microtransactions, microtransactions. So Mm. those wonderful things that pop up and say, hey, for the next level, pay 99 cents. Brought to you by fuck GameStop. Yeah, (laughs) fuck GameStop. So fuck GameStop and day one downloads that cost money. Yeah, that's some bullshit. So I want to just go around the room and get everybody's kind of take on microtransactions, what your experience has been with them, what you think of them, etc. All right, so I guess um I, so microtransactions. So we we're including uh, everything like even cell phone games or Yeah, yeah, definitely. 100%. Okay. So I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, the term for these free games that you pay for are freemium games, right? That 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 is a term that is coined for freemium games. Yeah, they're yeah like I, A class games, but they're made free, and they cost money to succeed at the game at a, at a quicker pace than if you allowed your like quote energy to re- regenerate. Yeah, so I kind of I hate those games type of things for two reasons, and of course I would imagine the easiest one to pull from would be Candy Crush. That's probably the first time everybody knew what it was, but maybe it's psychological, maybe it's not. But I feel like um, you have to pay to beat some of these games, which then you remove skill, and there is a certain uh, sense of achievement of being incredibly frustrated not being able to beat something, and then you finally do it. So um, I, I like that feeling, and I don't like having to pay or being lazy. Uh, that, that's you know, all, all, all Dark Souls. <laughs> I feel like with Candy Crush, like a couple things happened. I had I had it on two different devices, and once I started paying for it for the whatever to move up for for little like um, you know, where it helps you 
speed of level, those little tools or whatever. Once I started paying, it would get harder. But then on a, the other tablet where I just made it a point to never pay, I didn't have such a hard time moving through the levels. But then like there's games like on my Xbox, like t- the Telltale games where you ha- you can like buy them one at a time. I don't think this classifies it like as like a microtransaction to pay for each chapter, but it's kind of like it. I feel like it helped me because I was like super broke during that time. And so <laughs> paying for like little parts of games like helped me just keep my sanity and able to, you know, enjoy gaming. I wouldn't consider Telltale kind of microtransactions just because every chapter of a Telltale game, like and usually they're like what twenty, thirty bucks. It feels yeah. like you got your money's or, worth, yeah. like you 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 got a full sort of game story, experience. like a whole experience out of it. Yeah, I liked not having to pay for the whole thing at once, just because I was like going through a rough financial time. So for me, in that scenario, I liked it. Yeah, that's on point. What just because I'm not familiar with pay costs on Candy Crush, like what? What is the cost of like a, a power up or like a, a, a turn? Like ninety nine cents, or you can buy packs of like you know five lollipops to help you, you know, smash things for a bigger cost. I'll tell you, like five years ago, I had a coworker that told me that uh, I think he played Clash of Clans, and he said that something changed in the game and it took away his stuff. So I said, call. I don't remember if he had a Apple or Android or whatever, but I said, call them up and tell them, you know, whatever. And when he called them up, they refunded. He, he called me up and he said they refunded three months. And I was curious. I'm like, so how much is three months? He didn't want to say <laughs> it was two thousand dollars. Jesus. Jesus. of microtransactions. So I, I told him for that, you could have a BMW. Like, you could have a Mercedes. What's wrong with BMW? Like both, you can have like if you get an old one, you can have one of each. That's seven hundred and seventy-five dollars a month. It sneaks up. You could have a Range Rover, (laughs) brand new. Like yeah, Yeah, the the problem is you don't realize it. Like Mm -hmm. it's ninety-nine cents, so you do ninety-nine cents. You know, maybe a five dollar. You know, for the the bundle or whatever here and there, and you know, before before you know it, it's two thousand dollars. But I feel like it learns, like, if you're the type that's going to spend and it positions itself to where it you have to buy um, those little transactions to keep going. Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely know what they're doing, dangling the carrot. But how about for console games like, uh, like Overwatch? Um, what was the... Uh- Battle of Mordor. Oh yeah, or, Shadow of War, or, Battlefront, th- those types of games where you you just paid, I don't know, sixty, eighty, a hundred, depending on which depending version on of the game you got. How much of a nerd you are, and you're like, yes, I do need the the statue that sits on the desk. <laughs> like, oh, that statue's you that, know that's a that's yeah. a dig at at my my God of War statue that's <laughs> in this room it's, right it's now. It's not it's not a dig because I bought I bought the special edition Legend of Zelda one and I had I had to get that statue because that's the one I needed. I never played that game. 
<clears throat> Which one? You're missing out. Any of the Zelda, the, the legend, whatever the <sighs> Zelda games. I know. Oh, put down that Assassin's uh, Creed, <laughs> the, the fucking <laughs> marathon you're doing, and get get it, get some Zelda in your life. Yeah. But uh, Ocarina of Time, or Ocarina, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, I think that was the the first game when I was like, wow, like a world has been created. Yeah. Yeah. And but you know, microtransactions suck on console games, but. I think it's a better alternative than the exclusives. Like when games come out, hey, if you buy the Best Buy exclusive, you already start with this sword or whatever. I'm like, that's kind of garbage. I don't like microtransactions. It, I just, I like to have the whole thing and just go. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of those exclusives though also end up in like a later DLC pack, so they don't matter. You know, so I mean, yeah. like, yeah, you bought it at Best Buy, so you got it a month early. But like in a month for nine ninety nine, you get all of the exclusives from all the different companies that they were selling it from. So it's the it's the instant gratification aspect of it. You know, everybody always wants to be the first to have something. You know, first to whatever level up in games like that. One of the first so I think times that's a big part of it. Yeah, one of the first times that I noticed that kind of thing was like, I think it was. I think it was Batman Arkham City. And if you bought if you bought it at Best Buy, they gave you a Nightwing that you could play in like the the multiplayer or whatever. And that's then, exactly the game I was thinking of when it brought that yeah, up. Yeah, and then and then if you did it in at GameStop, I think they gave you Robin, and then I think if you got it, you know, at Walmart, they gave you like Harley Quinn Larry or the Joker or something. Like they wherever you bought it, like you got that one. But like in a month or two, like, hey, you want all the rest of them? Here's ten ten bucks. We'll give you all the rest of the the multi pack or whatever. That and then like down the, the line, then down the line, they'll have the uh, the every like the extreme, the ultimate edition for the same price, like Mortal Kombat XL or something like that, where it's all the DLC we've ever put out for this game in one shot for the same price. Does, does DLC count as microtransactions or no? No, right? Eh, yeah. If they're not going to count Telltale story portions as that, then no. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't count it as a uh, as a microtransaction. All right. I would yeah. say because because here's the this is one of the reasons I like I, w- I wanted to talk about microtransactions. Like I was really looking forward to two games last year. Was it last year? No, two years ago. Um. Shadow of War, right, um, and Battlefront Two. I was at Star Wars Celebration, so I was getting my nerd on, right. And they announced Battlefront Two, and I said, "Wow, I'm gonna get that game." I got it day one, loved it. And they had some pay-to-win microtransactions in it, like you pay X Y Z, they'll give you some credits, and you go and buy another blaster or whatever the fuck, right? Well, you would buy a pack. You and buy a, you would buy a, a supply box, and, and that supply box would have the an, a, a chance of getting a a blaster upgrade or something like that. That's or stupid. even one of the, the the most contended points was like you had to get Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker, the hero characters, out of those boxes at launch, and like that was the only mm-hmm. way to really get them. And people, I mean, okay, so the the cost of those things was outrageous because. So I think somebody at at launch they they did a you had to play like three months or six months straight without stopping to get to like one character. So they lowered the prices, but that wasn't enough. And everybody started bitching about the microtransactions. And I'm gonna tell you, it ruined the game because 
DICE spent more time taking the fucking microtransactions out and rebalancing the game than they did adding levels and, you know, development and and anything else. So, like, now that game is an afterthought to me, which kind of sucks. It's so pretty. Here's a question. The way we feel about microtransactions, would we be getting different answers if we were uh, the younger millennial generation? Because is it just, are we being the old people saying back in my day, you know, we had Nintendo? Or is it generally hated even by younger people? Hmm. I think the consensus is that it's generally hated by the younger people because they don't have the money to buy the stuff anyway. So that they don't, they, they have an issue with it. In, in on on all fields, but I think they're probably more accepting of it because that's just what they're dealing with. So they don't know any different. They don't know the quality of purchasing Ocarina of Time on day one and spending six weeks playing that game. <laughs> yeah, you know how long it took to find those hover boots? Forever. <laughs> <laughs> all the all the gold spiders. Yeah, but like yeah. that, they, they don't they don't know any different from from one thing to another, and it's it, it's something that they've just come to accept in, in gaming um it's kind of also the same thing with like not not to like drag it back to mobile but like on mobile games like a lot of mobile games are just you know catered to pander to people for like hey i've only got five or six minutes and I'm like oh well you don't have any energy why don't you pay 19.99 and then we'll give you five energy refills and <laughs> then you yeah, can play for another little bit i think that's the lowest part of the spectrum when you only have three lives and you need to pay money if you want to keep playing the game, not even beat levels, just to continue playing the game. Yeah, like that's... I think that is the shystiest of all shysting when it comes to it. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, also the other side of the the younger generation is back in the day, and I'll be I'll I'll get on my old man horse. Back in the day, no, if a game God. came out and we didn't fucking like it, we didn't fucking buy it. There was no Twitter for us to be like, yo, uh, fucking Rockstar, I hate the shit that you put in fucking Red Dead. Uh, you should change it. And five million people tweet at, at fucking Rockstar, and now they got to change the game because five million people don't like it. No, we just said, oh, I'd, I'd say, yo, Ryan, did you, did you get that new game? Nah, mm-hmm. yo, NBA Live sucks this year. All right, I'm not getting it this year. I'm going I'm to play last year's. And that was it. That was you just that's, voted with your wallet. The best well, that was also the is, consensus because, like, that's why there's a landfill full of ET ET games, like in the middle of Arizona or wherever they yeah. that they buried that. Huh? Like that came what? out. And, so, like, back is it Nintendo? Nintendo Atari Atari. Okay, so in the original Atari, like when ET <laughs> the movie came out, they made uh-huh. an ET the movie game for okay. Atari, and it was absolute was a- garbage. Like, uh-huh. no one bought it. It was reviewed terribly in magazines and whatnot, and no was one bought this. Was it an game? Yeah. I knew it. So they, so the company ended up going out of business, but, like, all of these, like, Toys R Us, you know, all the stores, Sears, you know, whatever, sent these games back to the manufacturers, like, look, we can't move this. It's taking up space. We don't want it. So they just got this influx of, like, millions of this game that they made, thinking it would sell but it was terrible because like randomly you'd fall through the floor like there's no way to beat mm. stuff et would fly for some reason no, <laughs> no one no one knows but in any case they had all these games and they didn't know what to do with it so they just went to a landfill dug a big hole and 
shoved them in the ground and buried them. So like that's what happened to the (laughs) when when you make a terrible game, you got nothing to do with it. You bury it in the desert. That's it. It's gone. Yeah. The best I had the hope. The best I had the hope for was when Napster came out. While I was waiting for a Jaw Rule song to download, (laughs) I would go in the chat and ask people about games. Got twenty (laughs) two. Oh my God! You're telling everyone how old we are. I know. Well, we also had, uh, you know, video game rentals back then too. You know, you go to your local video game store, yeah, or Blockbuster, or whatever. Yeah. Or re- or even regular mom and pop video stores, and mm-hmm. you pick up the game, you rent it for two days for you know two three dollars, whatever. Movie. And color. that's how you decided. You can't do yeah. that anymore. Well, they have they have red I, box I rented now. a Virtual Boy because after a while they would let you rent the console. <laughs> oh my god! I rented a Virtual Boy. I'm like, wow, this is this is a letdown. <laughs> this is this is hard on the eyes. <laughs> all this all this red. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but but yeah, I think I I mean I'm I always say this that the 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 current generation is spoiled with their ability to. I mean, it's great that they can move mountains with their fucking like yo. Their hey, attitude. Company X, <laughs> do this for me because we don't like what you just fucking did. That's awesome, but it's the it's, con- it's the it's consumer very spoiled. The consumer is now a petulant child, demanding this and that, yeah. demanding the candy bar while you're in the checkout line of grocery stores. They, like they do have a little too much power, and my, my I think the biggest problem is that now. They've become addicted to just complaining for the sake of complaining. And they're going to complain about what you're saying now. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, H&M recently, they were selling a T-shirt that had a picture of a pit bull with a chain around him. Not like he wasn't chained to the ground. He was just wearing a chain, like DMX, like a chain. the culture for pit bulls because it makes them look tough, and that's what people like to, to make them look like. So it wasn't an abused dog, and uh, the millennials went on Twitter, and they started going crazy. They got animal rights oh, activists involved, and PETA was in it, and H&M apologized and pulled it. And it was a drawing of a pit bull, by the way. Yeah, it wasn't it's not an actual. <laughs> it's not like a yeah. photo that was cropped, edited, printed onto a t-shirt, and then you know somebody in corporate nowhere approved it and said, okay, yeah, that's something that we can sell. Yeah, Even just, if it was a real photo, like there's people I see need pit bulls to on chains in fronts of yards all the time. <laughs> all kinds of dogs. Yeah, it's just people need to that culture that we're off on another topic. It's going to be a psychology show. <laughs> would would <laughs> but, they rather the pit bull be like loose on their on the street in front of their house? Like, I would rather the pit bull be yelling "Mr. Worldwide" all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, but like the the. Back to the microtransaction thing. Since if we're going to just pull it back to topic, there's the thing that I have because I'm I'm a fanboy at heart. Of you know, I have a, a bunch of things that I love that I'm a fanboy of, and two of the ones that have been I feel microtransactioned into the dirt are Star Wars with well with yeah. Battlefront two and then Marvel. Like in the last, I don't know. It's been seven. Eight years since Disney's had control of the Star Wars franchise and been able to make games with it, um, they haven't done much with any kind of like story or like you know character-driven games. Most of them are these like mobile Marvel puzzle quests. You know, Star Wars. You know, Galaxy of Heroes and was it the uh, Marvel Strike Force? They all are these little games that have no story, and then like you just 
play to like unlock characters. But like if you want, it's like hey, if you really want to unlock, you know, you know, Rocket Raccoon, you can pay thirty nine ninety nine for that character, and then like you can you can play as him. Now he's not even like max level and like all geared out. Like you still have to level him up and like equip gear on him and all that kind of stuff. But like for thirty nine ninety nine, you can you can play him. You can have access to the character. You know, I, I'm looking it up as you're talking about it, and it's uh, and it says that um, it costs roughly eighty dollars to unlock uh, in EA Star Wars to unlock uh, Darth Vader. Eighty bucks to get him. So you end up paying more for these games overall than you would have if like, you we used to back in the day. I yeah. think mm-hmm. I think the worst, most egregious form of that is this um, Square game that's for mobile called Final Fantasy All the Bravest. Look it up if you haven't played it. The game is literally nothing. Like you rub your screen to do attacks, <laughs> and do every now, like you, that's it. You just rub your finger on your screen across characters and they do attacks you're not saying do you know you think of square and you think of attack magic summon and all this no you're just like you're trying to start a fire yeah (laughs) you're literally trying to crack your screen to to do attacks faster and if you want a character for like a legendary character from a game you can pay yeah like you could pay money ariel and Something will come out, but does this character come out and do like, uh, you know, some sort of signature? No, it's just another sprite on the on the thing, so that you could feel good about having a sprite that kind of looks like Cloud go attack a boss character. Literally one of the worst games I've ever seen from a major developer, and uh, and this was another one that was voted like I don't remember seeing tweets about this. This was just people just didn't didn't care. download it. Didn't care. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's um, and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna show my age again. Beating things with microtransactions, I don't feel like I beat it. It's no different than if I popped in Game Genie. If I beat a game with Game Genie, or if I was playing Sega Genesis and I was doing Sonic and I did the debug mode, like I I never considered that I beat the game if you I cheated have, like that. And you I might have say to do Wikipedia links to like what these things. Where are you? <laughs> where are you getting genius. that it's a cheat? I, Game I just, Genie, I, all it was was a cheat. That's all that anything did. Definitely is. No, I mean, like... With microtransactions? Yeah. I just feel like if I had to pay to beat it, I feel like I cheated because I bought an extra life or whatever. I feel yeah. like I didn't oh. beat the game as it was... You didn't use your skill correct. to not you lose a, a life. Well, you know what? Yeah. Crush, you bought a lollipop, which is a you know cracker that you know yeah. helps you clear the board faster or something. Like That's, that's a cheat. It's a shortcut. So. You know... Actually, a Nintendo um, example that's really good is Amiibos. Like, <laughs> I, I I have a ton of those Amiibos. Are also, those are also collectibles. Yes. And, like, and they will last forever on your shelf. I, I, I thought I had a ton of Amiibos. They, they I, give you a pass a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Um, I, I was disabused of the of the idea that I have a ton of Amiibos when I got this collector app that, that showed you all the amiibos that that exist and for anybody who doesn't know those are like little figures it's kind of like skylanders for nintendo so uh apparently i have like one percent of the amiibos that exist and that's insane but for breath of the wild awesome game you considering you have well you did you have four shelves of them now they're consolidated down to two because you need to make space but yeah yeah so um breath of the wild is an awesome game 
But if you wanted to, as you're playing, you can put an amiibo on your controller and it'll just give you resources. Like, hey, here's a here's a weapon. Here's some more of this stuff that you would normally go climb a mountain to go get. Or something? What is that? Say that again? What is an amiibo? Yeah. It's it's a little it's a it's basically a little statue of a, of a, a Nintendo yeah. character like Mario or Luigi or the princess. Got it. And it has an NFC chip in it so that you tap it to your controller Got it. and it registers that something has happened. So yeah. but like if you connect it with the Legend of Zelda recent one, if you connect a Legend of Zelda amiibo to your thing while you're playing and you can do them once every amiibo you can do once a day and it'll give you like just a, a chest treasure like chests a, fall from the sky with a weapon yeah treasure chests fall from the sky a weapon show, uh, shows up in a chest or a piece of armor or something and then plus some like food or you know you know gold or coin yeah. resources or something and if you, you do a non legend yeah, of zelda I've one seen those before actually <clears throat> if you do a non legend of zelda one it just gives you the resources you don't get a chest but mm-hmm. and and then there's one even that like uh, if you if you use a wolf link just a wolf will pop up and start fighting alongside you. I mean, that's the you that you can really cool actually. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like uh, to Ryan's point, Adam and I were playing this game at the same time, and neither one of us used a single amiibo in our first play th- playthrough because we felt uh-huh. like as soon as you pressed it on there and something it, came, it was like I didn't get that from the world that I'm yeah. in. It's just it's like God just it's like Hunger Games. Somebody just threw down a fucking bazooka <laughs> and now I can play easier like yeah. God I, you. I didn't I didn't start doing a lot of the heavy stuff on the amiibos until like I had beat the game and now it's like okay, well like every amiibo has like a like a three-piece outfit that can come with it and I'm like okay, now I'm trying to get yeah. all of those cuz like, you know, it does sound really cool, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't, it wouldn't work. It definitely is. But um, I, I view, I view microtransaction, microtransactions like this. You know, a game without microtransactions, old school games. Are you Will Smith, who made it out of nowhere? Or microtransactions, are you Jaden Smith, who you have a record deal because you were born <laughs> in third base already in life? Yeah. You know, like, you, you didn't do it on your own. You had a lot of help. And th- that's kind of how I view it. You know, well, it's the same way I viewed most of the artists that like were, you know, sisters or brothers or whatever of like, because like that's that's kind of how uh, Miley Cyrus made it, right? It's like she's got a dad that's a yeah. famous. But and that then, girl can actually sing, then, though. Uh, yeah, I know she can sing as long as her underpants are on the, you know, being flung around the stage. She's, she's a great singer. <laughs> so. What's wrong with some underpants? <laughs> Nothing, but like when you're also on the Disney Channel, it's kind of a little. It's a little awkward. So. Dude, I'm not going to lie, though. Now I'm going to go find Amiibos. I'm going to totally dig this game up. I have a Sega a Sega <laughs> in the garage and a Nintendo 64. I might as well add it to the collection. I'm going to tell you something. What? Do not become too attached to certain Amiibos. <laughs> Nintendo okay. has this habit of putting out an Amiibo and saying, well, we're going to put out like... 10,000 of these or we're just going to we're going to put one run through each store and then if you really want one you have to you have to basically become a heroin addict and like <laughs> are they still making these things? Yeah, there, there's there, new there, ones coming there's new ones coming out all the time but like if there's a particular one from an old set 
like and you find it on Amazon, it's like $180 when like retail oh price is like $14.99. I need to so. discover this. It sounds fun. That's ridiculous. That's yeah, it's, it's, like in, in, in World of Warcraft and things like that when people were selling their super leveled up character passwords. Great. Yeah, that's now, a thing. I play a game with an amiibo, Ryan, to come home and shake his head and be all mad at me now. Uh, I'm somehow microtransacting with an amiibo. I'm going to give her a sword and make her fall on it. Be like, you brought shame <laughs> to this family. <laughs> I don't care. So, microtransactions on consoles, microtransactions on mobile. I think we're all agreed we don't like them, but we can kind of, I don't know, use some. What, what What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, some better judgment. Yeah, some restraint. Cause like, and here, and well, not spend $2,000 in a few months? Well, cause it, crazy. This is, this is the thing. Because like I fell into the amiibo trap. Is like I also mm-hmm. like get the digital thing, but I've got a physical thing, too. Like That thing I'll, I'll have forever mm-hmm. <laughs> because I don't get rid of nerd stuff. Like It just it hangs around Man. my house. So like I'll have that thing forever. So I don't mind paying because like I can think in my head like, well, I'm actually just paying for the the statue, like, and it just happens to come with this that works with my game that I also have. So yeah, you're rationalizing. So I rationalize it because I've got a physical object. Because also the way consoles and mobile games go anymore is that you know in because like let's be honest, everyone gets a new phone like every year or two, like roughly. And like a console, like I'm surprised the PS4 and the Xbox Three, you know, Xbox One now, like are maintaining the level that they're at. But like in another like three years, those gonna there's gonna be new consoles, so there'll be new games with new transactions, and all the stuff that you've got there are gone. You think there'll be new consoles in three years? Because how far apart was Xbox 360 and Xbox One? Like twelve years? They they've already announced like. Not yeah. announced, but the PS5 specs have been... They're, they're starting to float them out there, so that's right around the corner. Wasn't, wasn't Valve making like their own sort of consoles? They, sort of? they did, and it's, it exists, but it's... It's it's a unique thing. Like It's a very unique... Like It only works off of stuff that's on, that's on Steam, and like you have to... Like it has parts that are changeable out, but like you know, those parts are like you know, graphics cards and like processors and stuff, so those are still like 150 200 bucks to change. I, out I think consoles stuff. only exist because people like using controllers, you know. Obviously, and you can remove exclusives, you know, like oh, you need a, P- a PlayStation, you want to play God of War or Xbox for Halo, but other than that, there's no reason because if you have a computer, you could upgrade your graphics card pretty quickly. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. gonna say. I was like, if I, I, if there's a game that's out that I can't play without a console, I don't have. I'm just not gonna get it because for me to get a new console, it has to be some kind of really crazy good new tech, and I don't know what they would have to come out now with for me to be that interested. Maybe like my whole room turns into like, you know, my video game. Then I will buy one. Well, yeah, the problem the problem is that um, gaming PCs are very expensive. A console, when it comes out, is four hundred dollars. Where a gaming PC, you know, you know, a, a graphics card costs you four hundred dollars or more. You know, graphics card yeah, costs you a thousand. My brother has those crazy gaming PCs. He spends so much money on those things. Yeah, and I mean, yes, you can upgrade it, but at a certain point, you won't be able to upgrade it anymore. You'll basically have to start over. Yep. 
So that's yeah, because the main the main thing that you're going to need to be running is your motherboard and processor. You can upgrade RAM and you can upgrade a video card and audio cards and all that kind of stuff. But eventually, you're going to replace the motherboard, which is going to need a whole new set of everything. So, right. so can, can can I ask a question just to to get a baseline of everybody? Because you know I'm also talking to most of y'all for the first time. Um, and I don't know if it's like a go around the room situation, but. What is everybody here? Were we all Xbox fanboys? Were we all PlayStation fanboys? Were we all PC fanboys? I'm trying to get a best baseline of where everyone was. Like I was, I always bought PlayStation consoles years later when I wanted to play the exclusive. But I was always buying, I was always buying Xbox first. And I think Nintendo, like everyone has Nintendo and Xbox or Nintendo and PlayStation. Like what, what, what is everybody like? What did they stick to originally? I'll start. I'm, I have a PlayStation 4 Pro and a Nintendo Switch. I also have. A, I'm also one of the like handful of people in the world that has a Wii U. Um, <laughs> but I'm primarily a console gamer, 100%. Just because I don't like tinkering anymore. I'm I'm done with it. I'm so you're a console gamer, and you were always PlayStation. Yeah. Right from, from PS2. Did you go? Do you go far back as PS1? Like, did you jump yep. on that right away? Yep. Okay. I was I was Xbox. I always had the Nintendo consoles, but I was always <clears throat> Xbox. I had a I have a PS3. I bought it years afterwards. I had a PS2, and, and I'll be honest, I bought a Sega Dreamcast before I bought anything else. <laughs> but then I ended up getting PS2. Good man. And all that. Yeah, but I was always Xbox. Luna, you were what? Also Xbox. I was gonna say, um, I'm a, a fanboy of the Sega Genesis. <laughs> fanboy with yes. boobies. Um, I agree. I I <laughs> Sega, which is now owned by Nintendo. <laughs> Yeah, I started with that, and then we got a Nintendo 64, which I loved. Um, my favorite game on the 64 was Battle Tanks, and nerd. I know. And then for the Sega, I think my favorite game was uh, Jungle Strike and Road Rash. And then after that, I got um, the Xbox and never looked back. So, all right. Um. Well, I'm primarily now a playstation guy um i've had all the playstations but my gaming history pretty much goes back to the beginning of consoles pretty much um i have an older brother so when i was young i already had an atari and a ColecoVision in the house <laughs> so those, that's, parents had that. yeah, yeah so that's what i started playing on when we talked about the the ET game, I had that game and I, I finished it. <laughs> you were so one of I, like eight people that bought that game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how how we came to have it. It was probably given to us, but I had it. Um, then I got a Nintendo. Then I went Sega Genesis. Then I went um, PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So it. you skipped Super Nintendo. So yeah, I didn't have a Super Nintendo. Oh, you missed out. I know. Star Fox. Come on, yeah. Super Mario. <laughs> Super, yeah, Super Mario World was one of the regrets that I didn't have a Super Nintendo for. But hey, Mortal Kombat on Sega Genesis had a blood Yes. So. Yeah. A-B-A-C-A-B-B. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I think sports games are better on Sega, which I, I was big into sports games at the time, too. You know that what? Is, With Super true. Nintendo, and I, I know this is probably 99% of people didn't think of this, but the music was always a thousand times better on a Super Nintendo than a Sega. Oh yeah, the music sucked on Sega, but it's so nostalgic for me though, hearing like Sonic the Hedgehog, Michael yeah. Jackson written eight 
what is it? Uh, oh yeah, all the all the Michael Jackson ripped off, or the rumor was he wrote the songs for uh, you know a lot of the Sonic games. That's what they said. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I love Never Sega. I will always love Me Sega. Either. Well, there was Michael Jackson's Moonwalker too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I played that game nonstop, and all they did was play Smooth Criminal through the whole game. It's amazing. (laughs) It's amazing that game. Did anybody have? uh, Was anybody like me and had a Commodore sixty four? Oh my gosh! Uh, I had a Commodore sixty four because I had had an older brother. Of course you did. (laughs) All right, how about this? Anybody ever have a Radio Shack TRS eighty keyboard computer type thing? Jesus, No. no. Yeah, you guys could look that up. It was a, it was basically a home computer that was all encompassed in a keyboard, like cable, like console type of thing, and you basically plugged it into your TV, and you could program and make play, you know, very primitive games. But that was around the same time as the Commodore, I believe. Yeah, I think the weirdest one I had was I had a Jaguar 32X. Oh, God. <laughs> what the hell is that? I remember it, but nobody mm-hmm. had it. Nobody. That was a 32-bit <laughs> system that Sega partnered with somebody that made the Jaguar 32X. Uh, Atari. Uh, Atari, I'm sorry. Atari, yes, yeah. Atari. Yeah, so that's that. I had like two games for it and never played it. I always thought the Wii was the stupidest thing. Oh, and the Cube or whatever that was. Oh, the, the GameCube Cube? was awesome. Oh, yeah. come on. Yeah. Smash Super Melee? Smash Brothers Melee. So I let's played go. that game more than any other game combined, I think. Well, if I, I just was a little bit... Um, I don't know. I just... I don't know. Never was The a Zelda games fan. were awesome on it. And I'm not going to lie. I played Pinkman, uh, Pikmin all the time. And I also played Viva Piñata. And the best... The, uh, I forget what it was. Uh, uh, Star Wars Rogue uh, Rogue Squadron. Squadron. Oh yes. yeah. On, yes. on yeah, when I saw that on GameCube, I, I wanted to throw my PlayStation out it, the yeah. window. Yeah. That shit it. looked amazing. That was Adam, the one was, where you had to like trip up the yeah the walker yeah. with the cable yeah. and the okay. wing. That's what I thought. And Boba Fett had the jetpack. Yeah, yeah. That's Star Wars. Shadow, I still got the game. Uh, if Shadows anyone wants to play it, Adam, what's your what's your gaming background? My gaming background is I started at uh, a Nintendo inter- Entertainment System, switched up to a Super Nintendo, which then got stolen out of my house along with my Nintendo. Damn. Because um, my house got broken into. But my grandmother wanted me, said like, oh, this is a better system, like she had any idea. But she got me a <laughs> Sega. So I played a Sega for a little bit. And after a couple of years, I went back and bought another Super Nintendo. Um, I sold a bunch of stuff in my house to get a Super Nintendo at a girl at uh at the uh, flea market here in town. Um, then went from that and I got a Nintendo 64. Then I got a GameCube. Um, then play- I got a PlayStation 2. was the first PlayStation I hopped in on. Then I got a, the original Xbox. And then orig- eventually I got a PlayStation 3 and an Xbox 360. Um, PlayStation 3 I still have. <clears throat> but I also went and I got... A, uh, a Nintendo. Uh, I got a Nintendo Wii. I got a Wii U, um, and now I've got a Switch. And the Switch is basically my standard. But like, between all of that, like I've been a PC gamer, and just because like having to constantly buy consoles and stuff, like I'm like, my life right now, I think is like I've decided PC, and then like whatever Nintendo, you know, goes, you know, sell, puts out. I'm gonna whore myself for the. Were you that, a PC but. gamer for like the PC only game? Like, were you playing like League of Legends and Warcraft and Starcraft, or were you actually playing 
multi-platform release games on the PC. You just preferred it. Like WoW or whatever. Yeah, yeah I've played. I've, I play. I play World of Warcraft, but I also like. I have the um, Shadow of Mordor on there. I've got uh, a game called um, Vampire. That's a recent release that came out last year. That's a very good game. But no, I buy lots of multi uh, multi platform things. But like, I just feel that like a lot of it looks better on on PC. Um, mm. If I if I go the, as far as to do the the Elder Scrolls thing, like I've modded the hell out of my games, uh, I've mm. modded the hell out of Skyrim and Oblivion and Morrowind, so that like you add in new graphics textures, new game systems. Like if you like, I'm tired of way, the way Skyrim plays. I'm gonna, you know, I find this person that's like, hey, I've edited like how all of the spells and combat works, and like I load that in and edit that and it's like playing a brand new game so i'm gonna tell you something i hate going to adam's house and looking at games that i haven't gotten yet uh when arkham knight came out i hadn't gotten it and i went to his house and i said hey let me i know you have it on pc and i said wow this shit looks fucking real (laughs) then i got it for my ps4 and i was like I can't PC's play this. Gonna blow console games. I can't. Away. I can't fucking yeah. play this. The well, the open the, the opening to Arkham Knight. The way that I knew that like the PC was the nicer way to go is that in the opening of Arkham Knight, when you first take control of Batman, like it's raining, and like Batman's walking around, and you see like like you know his suit's very rubberized or whatever, but like these this oh, like rubberized like wet slick texture and like drips drops of water going down you know, the suit and everything, and then, like, when he jumps off and then spreads the cape out and glides, you see, like, how the water trails and stuff on it on on a console. Nah, nothing. (laughs) Nah, I didn't see that once. (laughs) What was the first game that y'all ever saw that made you go, like, wow, these graphics have peaked? (laughs) (laughs) That happens every (laughs) every five years. Yeah, probably something. Sega Genesis, probably. <laughs> For me, never, because I'm always behind. So. Oh, that's true. The one like, of the, the like, one like for me it was like when when Donkey Kong came out for Super Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that was squint, one. this is a real monkey. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then for Sega Dreamcast, it was a Resident Evil Code Veronica. There was a cutscene where you like they zoom in on her eye and she's crying, and I'm like I'm like yelling for my brother. I'm like, there's a real person in this tube TV, you know. <laughs> first obsessed with like just playing games and going off into another world and pretending I'm not here was um the X-Wing and TIE Fighter games for the computer PC oh my god that's when I first got obsessed with video games I still have those discs I have (laughs) X-Wing I have X-Wing versus TIE Fighter Mm. yeah and I have X-Wing Alliance I don't have the original X-Wing because that actually came out on 3.5 floppy that one, <laughs> and then oh, Time I I Tie Fighter was a single oh. disc load. Yeah, you had to type C like colon backslash to go into the whole thing. Mm-hmm. The game. The amount whatever. of times that I typed it, Duke 3D on my oh. MS. <laughs> yeah, I almost want to go back to that. It was so fun and simple, and just hearing that joystick like creak and creak and creak, and seeing the powder like yeah. in the joint of the joystick, like it's so nostalgic for me. <laughs> that's on point you can't even find like you can't go to a store and find a, a flight controller anymore that's not a thing. no you have to special and order that somewhere you got an ebay for somebody who has it and it just had so. the two buttons the two red buttons mm-hmm. oh i had the and i had the, the monster thing with it had, yeah 
it had uh, a, the the Z axis for throttle, like that. I had a little like r- throttle control, and then it had like ten extra buttons on there. So if I needed to, yeah, that's too much for me. And the P hat, so that you could like look behind you from in inside the ship. <laughs> yeah, if you needed to look behind. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. no sense. The most crap I ever bought was for Nintendo. I had the power glove. You know, I had the gun for Duck Hunt. I oh, had yeah, I had the pad for the game. Nintendo Olympics. Like oh, yeah, I had the, I had that so pad. I had the gun. Yeah, I have I have one in my house right now. <laughs> I don't think it works. I think the wires are messed up. But I do have a, a power pad. That's what it was, right? Power pad. The power pad. Yeah. Yeah. Because Nintendo. People listening to this podcast, power. all they're doing is all right. So I hear five people <laughs> and six times sex has been had. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> Between these nerds. <laughs> yeah. If only. Um all right. So I think we ran the whole gamut. I mean, we started off on microtransactions, but I love the uh now it's nostalgia shit. The the nostalgia conversation because it makes me it makes me hate microtransactions more and it makes me hate the youngins even more because yes. like they y'all, are y'all don't know. Y'all, y'all don't know the, the pain of yo like the original Legend of Zelda, and there's no guide, oh, dude. And having to beat that, like you're waiting to start over and continue playing, yeah. And yeah. get it right to move on. Uh-huh. You have to. You're waiting for the Nintendo Power magazine to come out so you can read yep. it in the grocery store like <laughs> magazine area, so, yeah. so that you can know where the where Dungeon Five is because you don't know. <laughs> dude, so, Sega, there's, Sega, no, there's no forum to go on. Yep. Sega Genesis Altered Beast. You lost your three lives. You're going back to the beginning. Yeah, that's 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 a wrap. There's no. Yep. Oh, you want to continue from quitting. your checkpoint? <laughs> Do you like your checkpoints, youngins? Yeah. <laughs> we had we had cheat codes. Mm-hmm. We had cheat codes as our where you could say like kind of like a microtransaction, but it wasn't mm-hmm. there for you. You know. Yeah. So you had to figure it out or get in a magazine or something. Jesus, if any kids like, are hearing uh, this, they think we're old. Really old. They better not be kids. This is marked yeah. mature. You can't be, <laughs> can't be listening to this. This isn't so for you. You would be a good parent if you were a parent. This isn't for you, little one. You don't know nothing about this. But I think I'm gonna wrap up because uh, I think we ran the gamut. Thank you, everybody, for joining in. Great conversation, and uh, we we will see everybody next time. All right, going back to my game. All right. (laughs) Enjoy the game. All right. So that that was the end of a species podcast. Until next time. Toodles. Peace.